0: So. North Alabama and uh, for those jumping on, just be patient.
1: Oh, North. Cool. Yeah, that's, that's fine. We'll just, uh, we'll talk to chat here for a minute. We're talking amongst ourselves. Um, yeah, that's cool. I figured it would be North Alabama because oh, yeah, uh, absolutely. I've been through Alabama many, many times and it's pretty flat, wide open kind of place, man. And, uh, you know, it's it really, a lot of the state sits on the coastal plains and, uh, not very conducive for, uh, you know, a bigfoot to hide. That's for sure.
2: I get all kind of reports around the uh, the Fort Payne area. Uh, not really reports, but people telling me, you know, that that they know of. You know, like a secondhand account. But you know, maybe Brandon can can tell us tell us about that.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's like here in Georgia, which is the same, the almost, you know, next door to Alabama. So it's the same coastal yeah. plain when you get to about, you know, middle Georgia down. It's just that huge, wide open plain that, you know, I really don't trust any kind of like Bigfoot reports out of, out of those kinds of areas, dude. There's just no place for them to exist, man, without being, they'd be spotted all the time. As good as they are in the, sort of more mountainous thick wooded terrain you know you can't hide an eight foot tall four foot wide shoulder monkey man out in the you know middle of a field yeah i mean so pat you uh <clears throat>
2: you tend to believe they're up more in the mountains
1: oh yeah they're in the in the you know uh in the in the tropical mountainous environments is what i would call it not even tropical because i mean they're up north too but uh yeah you know what? Oh, I guess wet forest. So wet forested, you know, uh, mountainous or at least terrain area. Um, yeah, I mean that's pretty much where most of the the vast majority of accounts uh, happen is in that type of environment. And I'm not saying there can't be anomalies, but
2: oh yeah, yeah, you know, He's passing through or something.
1: Yeah, but. For the most part, man, I uh, just, you know. I mean, there's a reason why they don't walk through downtown Atlanta. You know,
3: yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? And,
1: yeah. yeah not, there's not one report from downtown Atlanta ever. Can
3: you believe that?
1: <laughs> I can't believe it. Yeah. Let's say
2: what's up to uh, <laughs> my buddy Daryl Owen joining us tonight. What's up, Daryl? Hope everything is going well out in sunny California.
1: And, uh. And uh, also, sh- big shout out to Gary, Gary Spikes, um, and now Jimmy Blanton. But uh, hey, Gary, what's up, bud? It's showtime. It's showtime.
4: <laughs> you want to see two of my new Ladies finds? Ladies and
1: gentlemen, uh- we can't because Daniel oh. had uh, the guess oh, the screen.
4: Okay, okay,
1: okay. We can't see anything.
4: We'll see them at the end. Um-
1: <laughs> at there we go. What you got? All right. Um, just
0: right. We're about to introduce our guest. He just popped on. So.
4: Okay, cool. Go. Uh.
0: Okay. Wait Wait a minute. It says uh, your guest will need to connect your microphone or camera before you could add them to the stream. Um, <laughs> all right. Scott, if you hear you. me. Wait a minute. Okay. He, he got it. He got it. He got it. There we go. We got him. Welcome, Scott.
4: Welcome.
1: Hey, Scott. He's muted. Scott. Oh, <laughs> it, it,
0: oh, he—he's muted. He's mute. Hold on. Let me unmute you. <laughs> Wait a minute. Can't unmute your guest mic. Oh, your mic is not connected. Or you may have to do Here it. On, he is. You, you got to do it he's on your end. Not- uh Yes. Oh, but-
3: Alright, can nah, you hear us No,
0: nah, his yeah, you can still muted on your end. Um looks
3: mm. so like he's on the phone. I, can...
0: I guess there's nothing um
1: get our guests in here, man. Like, yeah, like the... there's
0: nothing I could do on my end. I thought I could I thought yeah. I had an option.
3: What's that? Scott, do you have um, some earbuds?
1: You can plug into your phone. Yeah. Maybe try that.
0: Oh, okay. You think that might fix the problem? Yeah,
1: it yeah, might. Yeah, Scott,
0: if you had some earbuds, like Hat said, try um... Yeah, because... Uh... Because it shows that he's unmuted, but I guess whatever uh, device he's on, his mic's uh, not—the microphone of that device is not connected. Um,
3: See, Uh, hmm.
0: Scott, tell you what, jump off and then try to come back in and try to look for anything that might uh, indicate turning on your mic. Yeah, as you come back in, try to look for anything that might indicate uh, – or that just says microphone. So, yeah, go ahead. Uh, like You might have to remove yourself from the stream.
1: Hmm. Or if you have a computer, you can jump on or a laptop. All
3: right.
0: Yeah, because I can't remember. I've been on. I've jumped on here on my phone. Well, on other people's podcasts before, but I can't remember what it looks like on the phone. end. um, tell you what, let me try it through my phone and see what happens. It could be. Uh, it could be as easy
1: as like a permission, there a prompt that he missed or something that you know Stream Streamyard permission to access your microphone. Yeah, that's why he should yeah. back up. Yeah. Mm.
0: Yeah, Scott. If yeah, if you can hear us, yeah. Uh, yeah like go ahead. Jump off of here and then try to come back on.
1: He is frozen. All right. All right. So back to chat. What's up, Zach? Uh, Jimmy. Jimmy still around? Uh, sister side chat, Nikki's sister, I guess. Yeah. What's up, Nikki's sister?
4: The Souls.
1: Cool, mm-hmm. oh, man. We got a uh, healthy, healthy chat tonight. Everybody, everybody, jump in and participate.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs>
4: Very nice. Then I got him too. Oops.
1: Oh, Ah man, you can take like a hoax picture with that one.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I'm all retar- there. He goes. All
1: right, hold on. He, he jumped. Yeah, he's oh.
0: back on, but his mic, he's still not connected. Oh. I just got the message. All right,
5: can you hear me now? Oh yep. yeah. All right. Oh, yes. Right. Oh yeah! Woo-hoo. Ooh, All right. Yeah, did
0: uh, did something show up on your end? Yeah, did it ask uh, you for the uh, like for a microphone use or anything? Or
5: no, I just I actually sh- shut phone off, restarted it, and it brought it up. <clears throat> but ever since the storms come through yesterday here in South Carolina, we've had issues, phones, internet, everything.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, that's true, man. A lot of a lot oh. of bad stuff. Yeah, you got you guys kind of got a, a bit of a direct hit, like tropical storm strength almost.
5: Yeah, we I think we had they said sixteen inches of rain in twenty four oh. hours. Holy oh, yeah. cow.
1: Wow. Man. Wow. Yeah, dude. Good luck with that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> what
1: uh, what um, what, yeah, store, uh, what part of South Carolina are you in? Now, you don't have to tell us exactly, but roughly.
5: I'm I'm in Upstate South Carolina, Oh uh, <clears throat> the uh, far northwestern corner.
1: Yeah. Okay, so we're we're practically neighbors, man. I live in Gainesville, Georgia, so I'm about oh, forty okay. minutes from the South Carolina line over there, like by Tekoa and stuff, you know.
5: Yeah, so it hit you too. It, it,
1: it didn't hit that bad here, like it really. Just, yeah, it skirted. We only got a couple of inches of rain. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. So, but but <laughs> we're, we're that close, and and it was that big of a difference, you know, for yeah. us. Yeah.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, that's cool. Yeah, because uh, Sky, as you know, I have uh, you're actually. Our, well I would say third but technically you're our fourth South Carolina guest that's been on here uh, our last South Carolina guest Ooh. was actually uh, both Melissa George and her daughter Carrie so Hello. you know I so there I counted them as two so yeah technically you're you're our fourth fourth one and uh, it's actually been very fascinating very interesting and uh, it really went well um, now um, I know a lot a, I know the panel here doesn't know who you are. Um, uh, I had the privilege of meeting you last October, uh, when I came down there to South Carolina and it, it, it was a right. major, you know, uh, you know, blessing, you know, meeting you. And, uh, yeah, I'll tell you what, um, I, I know that you're a, a big time hunter and you do a lot of outdoors, uh, you know, field work, you know, out there hunting and doing a little bit of everything. Um, just for starters, uh, if you don't mind, uh, could you give us a uh, you know give everybody a rundown on your background, uh, basically what you do. Uh, I you know, um, it kind of
5: we'll, we'll take it from there. So, All right. Well, um, <clears throat> about I don't know about fifteen years ago. I've always hunted, but about fifteen years ago, I got hardcore into predator hunting on um, coats and wild hogs, and. Uh, is I don't know. It was kind of addictive uh, being out there, and I'm three, or four nights a week. Uh, I'm I'm pretty much out in the woods three, or four nights a week, and sometimes more than that. Um, as a matter of fact, I just got in about two hours ago uh, from setting some traps up for tonight. But uh, I'm that's in the woods is pretty much where I where I live at.
1: Nice. And uh, and it is, that's a part of the state. You So you stay around that part of the state uh, mostly in your area, basically?
5: Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much every, everywhere I'm hunting and, and traveling around here is within 15, 20 miles max of oh, wow. where my home is. Um, okay. And being from... Gainesville, Georgia, and uh, up towards Chicago. Oh. Sure. Uh, anyway,
3: being somewhere around Gainesville. Yeah, just curious. Was...
0: Uh, um, I'm sorry. I keep talking over everybody. <laughs> uh, yeah, Thank keep you, in Danny. mind, there's actually a delay uh, on my end. So, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. so there's a couple of us that might start talking. And so, there. To put my hand up if I start delay, uh, now, Bob, one thing I wanted to make mention, um, like I said, I've uh, I've noticed some of your pictures, your game cam uh, pictures. You got a lot of wi- uh, wildlife on your cameras, uh, mainly you know, a lot of hogs. Uh, I know you do a lot of hog hog hunting, but now you, I saw a pair bear on this. Um, now the bear is that from your property or somewhere nearby? The the reason I'm asking is because I've heard people say in that down that area there's no bears down there, and I was like, you know, hey, this guy's got it.
5: (laughs) So yeah, we're uh we're we're actually covered up with bear this year. Wow.
0: Now, what kind? Like, well, any size to one by any chance?
5: I'm sorry, Daniel. What was that?
0: I was asking, was there any? Uh, is there any major size to the to the bears down there?
5: Yeah, we've got we've got some quite large. Uh, the ones that you saw pictures of are, are smaller, hundred and fifty, maybe two hundred pounds. But we've got some good four hundred, four hundred and fifty pound bears running around.
1: That, that's a pretty big, one man. Yeah. I yeah, usually, nice. yeah. The ones the ones I see up yeah. here, up uh, North Georgia are probably more like one hundred and fifty to two hundred, two hundred fifty yeah. max. And I haven't seen. I don't think I've ever actually laid eyes on a a four hundred and fifty pound black bear. If if I did, I was a a teenager, uh, and it was up in the you know way up high in the Appalachians in North Carolina or something. But yeah, that's pretty big for that area, actually. <clears throat>
3: Yeah.
5: Mm. They, um, they've got plenty to eat uh, <laughs>
3: yeah right now the big
0: oh yeah I bet absolutely um, uh, whoa, oh man I, lost, I forgot what I was going to say there for a second hold on it'll come back to me um, oh yeah the big question is uh, with Bigfoot Um I know you know you associate with Melissa George and you know a few others down there um, uh, I was wondering if you could take us into that. Like, uh, what got you involved in the Bigfoot world, and uh, you know, what led you into getting into the Bigfoot? And uh, did, and then if you had any experiences, uh, feel free to throw that out there, and uh, and um, we'll we'll jump in on that.
5: All right, <clears throat> I've I've always had interest in paranormal side of things uh and cryptid the cryptid side of things but uh even though i spend as much time outdoors as what i do i really had not experienced a whole whole lot um and it just so happened my wife and i were going to take off and go camping and uh Campground up here in the mountains, this completely primitive campsite, and I typically go up the day before to set up everything. So when wife and my youngin get up there, they all, uh, you know, the majority of everything's set up. So I went up ahead in late in the afternoon, and it's starting to get dark. I had my little Dachshund and Dachshund mix with me. And uh tied them out while I was getting the tent and everything set up. Of course, they started crying. They wanted to be under my feet. All of a sudden, I heard something, which what I thought was a coyote or possibly a bear circling the campsite. And long story short, I kind of grabbed them, threw them in the truck. Because, you know, how am I going to explain my... Our two little dogs getting eaten by a coyote or a bear. My wife when she gets up, and uh, but it continued. It continued throughout the night and got tent set up, got a fire built. I kept hearing. I don't know if any of you guys trout fish or anything, but when you're trout fishing, you hear rocks kind of rolling down the river as you're knocking rocks loose, wading through. I kept hearing this in the river. Oh, okay. I, I kept expecting to see, I kept expect at that point, I kept expecting to see a bear in the river. Um, shine the lights out, nothing, didn't see anything. It progressed to where I was starting to get rocks thrown from the opposite side of the river 45, 50 yards, and we're talking rocks softball size and larger coming from the other side of the river into my campsite. Um, No one else in the entire Holy. campground. Holy. We're talking mile and a half, two mile long dirt road, one way in, one way out that goes in there. Um, Someone comes in, they're going to hear, you know, you're going to hear them coming down the gravel road at this point in time I never had heard of the I never had heard you know I'd heard of rock throwing but at the same time I never had heard of the the jabbering or whatever and I could tell it got to a point where I could tell there were two or three of whatever this was walking and circling around the campsite pitch black no moon and I could hear a mumbling which sounded like almost like teenage girls mumbling in a different language back and forth to one another i mean this continued mm. up to 1 1 or 2 o'clock in the morning um i come close to leaving um uh, cuz i had firearms with me um <laughs> I mean I I, I honest I had a three oh eight and also had a AR fifteen in my vehicle. Nice. I didn't with with as heavy as the footsteps were, I honestly didn't feel like I had enough firepower with me. I mean, when you're seeing rocks like that thrown into your campsite wow. from that far away. I still had no visual contact to see it. Um, and this was October, about six years ago is when it took place. Um, middle of the week, there was, you know, there was no one, like I said, no one else in the campground. Um, so I was there, you know, by myself and it just so happened that later on is when I run into Melissa and them, um, told them about my encounter. And hmm. we've become close close friends quickly uh, with that happening and we actually planned an expedition later on on uh, you know a few years ago going back up and unfortunately they weren't able to make it till the weekend until we got other on um, those other campers in there and it's it gets loud on the weekends when you have other campers in there Um but again, we went up early and my my wife actually got to experience a lot of the same things that I was experiencing again.
3: Hmm.
0: Yeah. The large rocks being thrown into the camp. Um, I've actually heard, uh, heard that a few times, uh, one in particular, you know, that they were secondhand stories that I've gotten that were told to me, um, others were actually kicked into after hearing, uh, being presented by, uh, by other campers. Uh, but yeah, I've there, that's, I don't know how common it is, but it, it's, it's definitely heard of it, It's that it definitely happened. Um, so that's interesting. Uh, and you said you were pretty far out there in, in this particular area, you know, as far as away from civilization or how, oh, yeah. how far would you say you were from,
5: from the nearest uh, house, oh goodness, probably I would say at least 10, 10 miles, 15 miles.
3: Wow, mm-hmm. oh wow,
5: uh, was it? Uh, uh,
2: yeah, is this camp- that's actually right. pretty far. That is this campsite near any uh bodies of water,
5: or, or did you oh, mention it's, that? It, it's on Chaga River,
0: uh,
5: the river. It's yeah. all part of the National Forest. Up okay. There.
1: Is that Sumter National Forest?
5: Yes, that would be Sumter for National Forest. Me.
0: Uh, so, uh, Pat, you're familiar with this uh, uh, area?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's uh, I don't know, maybe an um, hour and a half, maybe. Maybe an hour and a half away from me, drive. Oh, ah. you know? well. yeah. And, uh, and, and I am, and also oh. I grew up, uh, Scott, I grew up in Augusta, Georgia, right there on the South Carolina border. So, right. right, right. So I've, I've spent a lot of time in South Carolina, like up and down, you know. So,
3: right.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's interesting. So, um, So what happened then? Like you, you said you went back. You went back. Yeah, yeah. We we went back um, to
5: after uh, you know after Melissa and them had. I met Melissa and them. We planned for an expedition up there just to see what we could find. All in here before people come into the campground. We we still my wife and I heard a few things. Nothing as intense as what I'd heard the, the night that I was there. Unfortunately, the rest of the group didn't get up there until other people started piling into the campground. And it was almost dead quiet. Um, we did walk down a trail. We had something make a false charge to, toward us. Still don't know what it was. It was big. You know, I don't know if it was a bear. I no clue. Uh, mm-hmm. Melissa Melissa's husband uh, was out there with us when this took place, but no, no one saw anything at that point in time. And that's just like me. I never saw anything, but I know if it's throwing rocks, it has to have. Yeah, you know, it's got things. Bears don't throw rocks.
1: No, I don't. You can't even train them to throw a rock. You can train a bear <laughs> to do a lot of things, but not, not throw a sure, rock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that's it's uh, it's something on two feet. I don't know why why there would be a person out there in the middle of nowhere who decides to start throwing rocks at somebody who doesn't even know if they're armed or not, right?
5: Well, exactly. Um, yeah. And you know, and the other fact about this is, is it's deep in a valley. And the, the the first the very first time I had the experience up there. It was, there was no moon, there was no light. Without some kind of flashlight, you couldn't see five foot in front of you. Whatever it was, was moving around and circling the camp without any problems
1: whatsoever. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a pretty telltale sign, man. I mean, that's when you start, you go through the process of elimination, and you pretty much, like, when this stuff has happened to me in the past, it's like, well... It's either a Bigfoot or, for some reason, a Navy SEAL is out here messing with me. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Which is more likely, you know? Yeah. Uh, you
2: know, so. Now, I, I might have missed it, but uh, did you mention any vocalizations at all? Did, did you hear any vocalize at all?
5: I I heard no hoops, um, no hollers, but I did hear the... It was like blabbering, you know, just like, like I said. It was almost like two teenage girls speaking a different language to one so it's another, like,
2: like gibberish. Is it? Would you relate it to uh,
5: like the samurai chatter that you hear from the Sierra Sounds? And that that's what once once I found out and learned about the samurai chatter or, or oh. whatever that is a perfect explanation of it
3: wow
1: really so it did it sounded like Hmm. that only with the vocalization like you said uh, more of a tone of you said like teenage girls yes okay
2: so it sounded like people communicating like a language you weren't familiar with exactly Uh, exactly
1: yeah well what about uh you gotta dial in what it was then yeah yeah
2: Now, Uh, what what about any
5: smells? Did you smell anything? Well, and when I first got there, I kept looking for dead fish where somebody would call fish on the river. And because frequently people catch trout and they they clean them out on the river, leave the heads, the guts on on the creek bank. I kept looking for that. I never found it, you know. And the next day, the stench was gone. Hmm. but it's, it smelled like hmm. dead, something fish, was, dead fish guts.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Something was definitely hanging around. That's for sure. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You know, I've, I've huh. never thought of that, uh,
0: but um,
2: I've seen what, that before people cleaning their trout, leaving the, the head and the guts on the bank or in the water. You no, know, it makes sense that to be just a, a little snack for them, you know,
5: you yeah, walk by true. and pick up a free snack. Now, strangely enough, I was – it was soon following uh, – after meeting Melissa and them, uh, and what had happened to me got out. I was – it was the Finding Bigfoot did the thing here in South Carolina. They wanted to hear my story, even though they were specifically interested in the coastal area of South Carolina when they come down. Um. I got panned over, I got invited to come down and sit for their their meeting, you know, their their open house deal or whatever. Um, But I, I got panned over quickly just as the intro with the show kind of deal, blah, you know, all this kind of stuff. I've had four separate people come to me after seeing me on that and tell me about stuff they had. Every Situation happened to be at the same location that I had my experience at, and my experience was never aired on TV. Oh.
3: Wow. wow!
5: Wow! Well.
0: It's being aired right now on YouTube and Facebook. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Dude, We're live right now also. as you share it.
3: <laughs> so, so that's cool. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is better um, than me. Yeah.
1: You know? So I
0: would I <laughs> You'll definitely get more views out of having it broadcast here.
5: <laughs> so, uh, you know, that, and that's um, the thing. I'm not. I, I'm not interested in any kind of notoriety out of it. By no means, it you know it does me no good. But you know, I just know that something took place there, and several other people had very similar instances as what I did. Mm.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. Are you familiar with? Well, uh, if I may say this here
0: I've often thought
1: Are you familiar with any sightings in the area?
5: <laughs> um I I've heard of a few. Um and and this is all like I said, following the experience that I had. Um nothing nothing, you know, really previous because I my interest had not been peaked in into that previously, you know, really I've heard, you know, I mean, I, I heard of Mudcats and the Black Panthers and, you know, the typical, all that kind of stuff, but never a classification of Bigfoot around right. until I had an experience. Daniel, what was your question? Uh,
0: yeah, I'm trying to regain my thought because... <laughs> I thought I had the floor on that one, but uh, Pat took so. over. Anyway, <laughs> I'm picking it. <laughs> um, somebody else could pick up. I, I'll, uh, it'll come back to me in a little bit. I lost my train of thought. Daniel, you'll That's just have I to. I didn't write it down this time on my dandy notebook.
4: Because your delay is so hard, everybody to out out before I talk. Up. <laughs> Yeah, just let us know. That way we can stop. Is that the only uh, what, experience what
5: finger you've do had, Scott? Nah, I'm just it, joking. <laughs> as far, you know, as far as something that I can say, I honestly feel hundred percent. I did run into one situation about two years ago. Out, we were hog hunting, and I sh- I shot a pig, and we were trailing blood. Got to it and something picked up a 150 pound pig and walked off with it.
4: Holy cow!
5: Whoa, still don't know what it was, but bear, whatever it just you could see where you there's no question the, the feral hog laid down right there. It there was blood everywhere, and it just something picked up and walked away with no sign whatsoever. Oh really? There weren't any drag marks or anything? No drag marks. And it is the same place that I've had the pictures of the bear at. But I figure if a bear or a cat got a hold of it, there'd be drag marks. There would definitely be drag marks. drag
1: marks. And there's no there ain't no doubt about that. You know. No. Yeah. They they're not a bear's not gonna pick that up in its snout and walk away with it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. yeah. Well, yeah. That's weird stuff,
3: dude. Yeah, Yeah.
1: I've
0: actually come across uh, very similar. Yeah, I've actually come across similar situations. uh, Like as far as uh, like, well, fresh deer kills. uh, But then you know, I wasn't quite sure what did it. But you know, automatically you assume. Well, you know, there's a lot of coyotes in the area. Which it took me a little while, but uh, I actually found evidence of what killed it. I found a few coyote tracks uh around this spread uh spread out deer kill um, and then what also was interesting there was actually bear evidence there too uh, but like bear scat right next to the uh the leftover bones and a couple of the organs uh, of the deer were still there, which I was actually surprised to see that usually it gets uh, taken but um the body of the deer wasn't there. Uh, but you could see that there was, that took place there. And the funny thing is my trail camera was only about 15, 20 feet away. Um, I said, all right. I, you know, I was kind of getting excited. I said, I captured a deer kill happening right here. And, and so I, you know, I get the camera home. I go to, you know, put the SD card in to read the footage. And, and this is the part that sucked. I had one coyote. He run across the screen and where where the actual deer kill took place uh the camera i guess wasn't positioned right cuz where it should have picked up that far out it was dark as it could be totally dark um so it's like the camera wasn't positioned right and it was i don't know what it, i don't know i don't know what happened it was a brand new camera uh i'm you know it's one of the wild game innovations, you know, so maybe I, I don't know. I got a few things to figure out with it, but, um, uh, <laughs> but that was like the first time using it since I had it, you know, but, uh, I don't know. It was well, interesting, but you know, like I said, I found the evidence of the coyote or in the area, and then I had it on video footage, but the thing is out, the body was gone, you know, either the bear drug it off. Cause there was evidence of a bear that was there. Fresh, fresh bears cat. Um, uh, and I don't know, maybe the coyote took it. Off. I don't know, but that was interesting, though. I always find wildlife kills very fascinating. <laughs> All right, so, Daniel, are you are
1: you talking about are you talking about uh, an actual wildlife kills? So this wasn't uh, this was not a deer that you shot, Daniel. It was an actual wildlife. Oh,
3: no. Kill.
0: no, 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 no. Yeah, actually, wild. It's something I came upon. Yeah, uh, when I went to go check out my trail camera. That's what what made me think of it was what Scott was sharing. In a way, it it almost sounded similar, but, you know, as far as I don't know what drug it off. It was either a bear or something, you know, the coyotes, because, you know. But yeah, that's, I I was only sharing it because, like I said, Scott's story kind of reminded me of that, so.
1: Right, so, in Scott, let me ask you this, like, uh, how far did you track, how far did you track the hog? 100 yards okay see and and that's the thing, man is you know uh whenever you shoot a gun in the woods, especially with the you know uh you know the bad and not bad intention, but the intention to kill something right uh all of the wildlife man they they're gone, dude yeah. like oh
3: yeah yeah,
1: yeah. there you know, there's no coyote there, there's no it, uh, very unlikely it would even be a bear because you know bears are afraid. Horribly afraid of gunfire. That's the easiest oh, right. way to chase right. a bear off. Is just shoot up in the air, you know. Right. So yeah, that's 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 really odd. You tracked a hog for one hundred yards and and it was gone. Like what predator was still around at that point, you know? Well, there. Oh, he's frozen. He'll come back. But yeah, um so that's why Daniel I wanted to ask you about if it was a wildlife kill. Because yeah, pre- yeah. like
3: yeah.
0: yeah.
1: So that's that's that is that's pretty yeah, was, pretty, decent, man. Like it adds it, it adds up a little bit. Yeah. Scott.
0: Yeah, Scott's back.
1: <laughs> yep. You got me? Yeah, you just froze up for a minute yeah. there,
3: bro.
5: Um, yeah, I mean it. It was it was a strange situation, and again, All I can't right. say for sure,
3: right?
5: Sure, but um,
3: as, as you said, Daniel.
5: Regardless. Yeah, as you you know. I don't know. For I've seen plenty of situations where coats and they'll basic they'll leave it laying and tear a deer apart where it lays, and there'll be fur everywhere's, and the carcass will still be there. Mm-hmm. You know, typically I don't yeah. see them drag it off.
1: No. No, they'll make, they'll make work of it right then and there.
5: Yeah.
3: <laughs>
0: Yeah, uh, it's funny. Uh, I I had plenty of time on my hands, you know, because when I found this, you know, I was going. Of course, I was going to get my trail cameras, but when I noticed this, exactly what you just said, Scott. Yeah, there was, you know, the deer. But after not seeing the body there, I was like seriously curious. Like I wanted to see what le- what was left of it. Right. Yeah. Uh, there was only a couple. Uh, like I said, there was. A couple minor bones that were there, very, you know, like I said, a couple small bones, and there was parts of the, you know, the organs that were there, you know. That, um, and the thing is, like I said, I was looking at all in the whole area when I started noticing what appeared to be like some scuffling where I found the coyote prints at, um, and then, like I said, not f- just a few feet from there was the fr- like a couple piles of fresh bear scat. So, I started working the perimeter, perimeter, because keep in mind, this was actually in a small field that was out in the middle of the woods, and so I was working that field, I looked all through that field, and I stepped out of the field, walked along, you know, you know just to see if that carcass was anywhere nearby. I even started looking up in trees, just by some chance, maybe a, you know, who knows, a bobcat, mountain lion, or something, you know, but... I don't know. It was, I, it was interesting. I was definitely looking for the body, the, the carcass, but uh, none of that was found. So, <laughs> um, yeah, it was definitely interesting. So,
3: um, hmm.
1: well, yeah, man. So,
3: so well, uh, here,
1: here's the um, $10 million question, Scott. Do you go out in the woods looking for him now? Is that a thing you do?
5: Mm hmm. I occasionally, uh, you know, I, I I watch for them. I'm again, I'm out there three or four nights a week, and with a thermal and night vision both, and I definitely keep a close eye out Okay, there, you yeah. know, yeah. know. And, and and luckily I can reach up and I hit a button and record, but you know, I'm not so lucky. <laughs>
1: Right. Yeah, man.
2: So, uh, hmm. so these encounters hadn't made you want to uh, to
5: get out in the woods and and start doing any field research. Oh, I'm definitely interested in the field res you know research. I get asked all the time, you know, about it scaring me. Um, it's it's actually put me in the woods more. I get, I can say, huh.
1: <clears throat> okay. Very um, cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Some people are drawn to it, you know, uh, and some people like me are not.
0: Yeah, Viper Gaddy's asking, "Are you scared of them?"
1: Yeah, he's yeah. That's an interesting coincidence. <laughs> 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 yeah um, yeah <laughs> I, don't,
5: I don't have much of a choice I, it's hard to see the background but I've got about 200 acres of solid woods behind my house so nice. Yeah.
1: okay well without like without trying to jinx you man I'll knock on something here while I ask you this question you know do you get any do you get any weird <laughs> You get any weird stuff happen on your 200 acres? There,
5: we've seen not in that in that mode set. We've seen some shadows moving around, but we have some Native American graves on the property.
1: Hmm. Okay. All right, but no, uh, no, oh, wow. no, no house slaps, no big, no, no,
5: house. no house slaps, <laughs> no odd noises, um, nothing out of the ordinary here.
1: Okay. Well, that's good. I hope it stays that way. Like again, I'm not, huh. try, I'm not trying, I'm not trying to jinx you. I was just curious because that's a that that sounds like a nice you know piece of property that you're on there. So, um, yeah. and I'm guessing you 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 you, you know you well, control it. Italy, do you pay attention to what's going on on that uh, amount of land?
5: Yeah, I, and I mean, it's the the property that backs up to me is not our—that's not our land, but uh, I have permission to hunt it and that kind of thing. Right. So I'm I'm on it frequently. Uh, I watch, you know, I, I watch things pretty regular. I've got trail cameras scattered throughout and. I've recently transferred to the spy Point cameras, which I absolutely love. As soon as I take a picture, within within fifteen seconds, I have the picture on my phone.
1: Oh, really? Um, so you have the uh, the direct to your phone, uh, yep. Wi-Fi or cellular um, uh, interface cameras. That's that's really cool. That's a cool technology, man. That. That must be weird to get that notification at three o'clock in the morning, look over at it, and, you know, there's a coyote sniffing on the grass or something.
5: Yeah, I tend to shut the volume off about 9.30 at night. <laughs> um, my my, my wife's wife gotten too mad for me getting, jumping up and taking off to, to go after pigs at three o'clock in the morning.
3: So yeah. is
2: that is that how it works, Scott? Because I've heard of those trail cams, and they sound awesome.
5: Is that how it works? You, you'll get a notification whenever a picture is taken. Oh yeah, as soon as the picture is taken, it sends it directly to your phone, almost like a text message. No matter and where you're at, as as long as you have signal on your phone, it'll come through just like a text. You can either have it have the notifications on or off, or you can have it just on vibrate. Yeah. And typically, I'll put them on vibrate, but it takes it takes anywhere from five seconds to 15 seconds to go through the system to my phone that's pretty cool yeah that's, that's neat.
2: very very cool i, I cool. imagine the camera itself well, would have it's just
5: to have that. service too right yeah it um it it has a service you and strangely enough they're they're actually on sale right now um and but they just have come out with a one that ties in with any trail camera um it's sixty bucks, and you get unlimited pictures for like seventy dollars a year. That's not um, bad. Yeah, oh it, wow. it, it comes with a hundred. It comes with a hundred pictures. It comes with a hundred pictures a month, but you can go. Through, you can get a hundred pictures if, if you have any kind. If it's a steady usable trail, or if you have any kind of corn or bait out or anything. You can get 100 pictures in a few days, but unlimited pi- pictures, you know, like I said, is $73 a year, you know, per camera. Yeah.
4: I just saw those at uh, Academy Sports. You can link like three or four cameras oh, yeah. together. Oh,
5: yeah. How much are they? Do you remember? The, the ones that tie into any camera are $59. Um, or at least that's that's what they were when I was in Tractor Supply earlier today. Um, the Micro Link is hundred and fifty. Um, you know, so it's not really that bad.
3: No, they get you, with,
5: they get you with the service every, you know, every year. But uh, you know, it's, it's worth it if
1: you're using them like.
4: Yeah, it's just like a cell phone. You have to pay for the service yeah. either monthly or yearly.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So to answer Daniel's question, uh basically, yeah, the, uh, the camera, I don't know. Yeah, the camera itself has its own cellular service, obviously. So I guess you can't you can't oh, put them okay. high up in the mountains where there's like no cell phone reception. They won't they won't do the same thing, obviously.
5: Yeah. Now you now you can buy uh, and. An, Extendable antenna for them, mm-hmm. uh to get better service or whatever, but you you know you have to get it pretty high up in a tree to to try to get service and I've found the same thing there's a couple areas that you can't get service on them with,
1: yeah, of course interesting
0: yeah, very cool, Ah, uh, okay. I know plenty of places here in Virginia that would work great at uh, but not in my specific uh research area cuz there's no phone service out there. Now when the old timers come up with their RVs and stuff that they, they usually bring they actually bring their their uh their satellites out there just to watch TV. <laughs> right. But yeah, they're strong, strong enough satellites to pick up the cable television but uh but yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, uh, I would love to have something like that in my research area, but I know of plenty of other areas or locations here in Virginia where they would actually work great.
1: So,
4: oh, maybe but, the coal uh, road.
1: Yeah,
0: I'm gonna have to check into that.
1: Yeah, well, like like Scott was yeah. saying, um. do, like, <laughs> uh, yeah, like like Scott was saying, you'd have to, do, <laughs> you would have to, uh, would have to uh, basically climb up to the top of a tree and put a a like a uh like a special receiver to try and pick up a little bit of signal to make uh-huh. it work in that area that you're talking about where you don't have service on the ground, you know. So it could be right. done. You'd have to get, you know, shimmy up a tree. Uh,
4: <sighs> Carry a ladder out there like Tracy Arnold. <laughs> yeah.
1: <clears throat> or that, yeah.
0: Yeah, but I'm definitely going to look into that though. I am definitely going to look into them. Uh, I've heard of them myself. I know I used to work with a, uh, a guy that uh, had had the device. I thought he was just BSing with me. I really did, but he showed me. He was showing me. his on his phone, the the app and everything. I, yeah, I guess yeah, he had, he had a special app or something on his phone where I don't know how it worked, but he was trying to explain it to me a bit. So. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's I'm definitely looking lazy that. at that. <laughs> <laughs> little by little, I, I, I pick up devices when I can.
1: Yeah, man. It, it beats the hell out of collecting... Uh, uh, to
3: Patrick Vaughn.
1: Right. The eye climbing tree. Okay.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm probably <laughs> <the> most qualified. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've climbed uh I've climbed plenty of forty foot ladders. So uh yeah. you have the experience.
2: If uh if y'all ever see me climbing a
1: tree, shoot whatever's at the bottom, <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, yeah. And and I mean, you know. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: and just so everybody knows, you cannot outclimb a bear. A bear could climb a tree better than any human being on the planet, I think. Yeah. Have you oh, seen yeah. those
2: videos on Facebook of that bear coming up that tree after that <laughs> hunter?
1: No,
4: oh,
2: yeah. it's amazing. Oh my goodness,
4: I would be scared shitless. Let me tell you, because it yeah, comes me... right up to him, and yeah, he's just like staring yeah. this bear down. You know, yeah, it comes yeah. up there just to say hello, just hanging out together, yeah. and, then... and finally he's like, "Nope, that's enough." And right, yep. kind of goes down little by little.
1: So the bear, the bear obviously wasn't being aggressive. It was no, was Just wanted to come say hi, no. no. okay. but
4: you know, one swipe—yeah, I think see- could in- could have injured him.
1: Oh yeah, I would have started shooting way yeah, before we see- got up there. I
4: seen the other video.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I see- just there just was another video out. of a hunter. He approached his tree stand. Yeah, to- just to look up to see a bear like just sitting there in his tree stand. <laughs> And the guy was yelling at him, get out of here, get out of here, get down. Yeah. And finally he took his time coming down and just kind of like looked at the guy like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> he, the guy was still yelling at him, get out of here. the guy had the guy all he had in his hand was a bow, you know. But yeah, yeah. the guy wasn't the guy kept his distance. He was probably about 15, 15, maybe 20 feet. But the bear just took his time wandering off. But it, it was actually funny. Yeah. You would have to see it though. 'Cause bear has big old fat butt sitting up there in the tree stand like
1: chilling, you know.
0: <laughs> but uh Yeah, they're,
3: they're yeah.
0: usually that, the, but yeah, I know the other video you guys are talking about.
1: Yeah. They're usually not aggressive unless food or cubs are involved. Yeah. yeah. Usually. <laughs> yeah.
0: <Sure>. Absolutely. What <sighs>
4: I haven't seen anything on the Bigfoot huh. community lately. Anything new, anyway.
1: Uh, no, oh, you mean nobody found one yet?
4: No. Uh, well, yeah, they're always finding them, but they're always <laughs> other things.
1: Yeah, they're, they're just... Old,
4: old pictures from years ago.
1: <laughs> they're just inside the red circle. That's where yeah. they live. They live in the red circle.
4: Listen, if you have to circle your photo... Don't Don't share it. Don't share it. Just keep it. I believe you. Just keep it to yourself. Okay. But if you literally have to sit there and alter your photo or circle something, point it out, then it it doesn't matter. Yeah. That that photo isn't going to be taken seriously. You know, it's just it's just there. Yeah. We all have those photos. We, All of us.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We recently on the you know on the Bigfoot Odyssey group, uh, we just had a a huge crackdown on the that kind of stuff. The 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 photos, the paradelia, the the red circles, the inconclusive crap.
4: Yeah. Um,
1: like Carrie and Daniela were ready to shut down the group because of that stuff. And wow. Uh, and and because of Matthew Johnson uh causing trouble in there. But really. Yeah, yeah. I didn't
4: know he was still kicking.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And he was they were gonna they were gonna shut the group down, but instead they 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 got a bunch more moderators in and and now I'm one of them and I I I mean I I did so much maintenance to that site last night. It was crazy. I spent half an hour (laughs) declining stupid stuff, you know? (laughs) Yeah. You know, but tell get you know, I mean the rules are the rules, you know. (laughs) If the group doesn't want to be infested With uh, it, you know, extremely inconclusive, not compelling photos, you know, of dark shadows in the woods. Then, then just just there
4: are a lot of other groups out there that love that shit. Yeah, go go do that. You know, Uh, (laughs) go find one of those groups because they'll take you in and they'll (laughs) pamper you and tell you what wonderful (laughs) photos you're taking and. Love you, they'll, they'll even
2: show you Bigfoots <laughs> in your pictures that you didn't know were there. Like,
4: yeah. Yeah.
2: That's how good you know? they are.
4: Yeah. Beware. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, my gosh. Even my photos, they were telling me, oh, you've got well, three you know, following you. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah.
1: That's a thing. <laughs> that is a thing. That's yeah. one of the things that completely has to be like, that it's just gotta go from the Bigfoot world. Like that's one of the things that we just gotta, it's just gotta go, we gotta get rid of it. Like, (laughs) and I don't, I think, I don't think that'll happen, but uh, it's just one of those things that, you know, when the scientific community, if you convince anybody from the scientific community to take one peek into the Bigfoot world, as soon as they start seeing stuff like that, they're like, I'm out. Yeah. this
4: is what it is, it's gone.
1: You guys are a cult. Uh, I mean, it <laughs> them off, man.
4: Right? It does. <laughs> it it really, it really does.
1: Oops. Yeah. So, so, so yeah. I I try and do my best, you know. Try and do my part, you know, to not allow that. I know Daniel. You know, every uh, sometimes I'll see Daniel post to the group, his group, like, "Hey guys, stop posting the same old oak photos and the Paradelia and you know." So. You did
2: that here recently, didn't you, Daniel?
1: Well, yes and no. Uh, Well, yeah, actually,
0: I did. Well, one of the posts, you know, certain things, I I try not to say too much. I try to leave people alone. Um, But my biggest problem I was having in my main ECBRO Facebook group was posting duplicate duplicate posts. Same thing, same thing. Um, And I know for me, it's aggravating. It's like, you know, that's just a waste of time and space. You know, just share, share it once, you know. And I, there's some people I know they're trying to promote their, you know, their books, uh, their, their videos or whatever they got going on, but they do it nonstop. I was like, okay, kind of limit, limit that stuff to like once a day, not every, you know, all day long, you know, um, <laughs> you know, little things like that. But yeah, yeah, as far as other stuff, you know, I post about it, you know, uh, I don't try to single anybody out. I try not to do that. Um, uh, cause that's not who I, I used to be like that. You know, I used to be very blunt and outspoken. And Nikki could tell you I used to go off. The, you know, I used to get crazy live on live podcasts. Yeah. I'm a totally oh different person God. from what I used to be. So, yeah, I was I was like a major I was a major asshole. But you know, <laughs> I'm not like that. It's, I try not to be that way. <laughs> so,
4: yeah, you, you so, don't, so don't like think Pat, you, you, might, know. you might. You might. No, you don't want to go back there. We're we're past that. We've grown up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just it is. You know, everybody can just do what they want to do. Yeah,
0: what was that? Just Just only a few years ago, (laughs) right? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, thing is, I don't see it as bad. I don't see it as bad as it used to be. I think it's really mellowed out. Um, I, I, I was. I was gonna save it for tomorrow, but I'll bring it up for today, uh, and I'll, I'll actually post pictures, and we'll talk about it more tomorrow. But uh, one in particular uh, image that is floating around Facebook—you guys probably already seen it. It's been in several different groups, and people keep sharing it. And uh, I've actually responded because I po- I commented on it over two years ago when it first came out back in 2018. Well, there is a picture of a track, or what appears to be one track, with a person's boot next to it, which is supposed to be a firefighter uh, from the fire of mm-hmm. uh, some wildfires out in Oregon. Um, mm-hmm. But it was, a, it, yeah, the picture is only two years old. And I posted, you know, when I first started, started seeing it shared uh, recently here, I started commenting. I I posted two pictures in the comments. I said, look at picture one. Look at picture two. Uh, because people have seen it in one angle. What I did, I took it on my phone. I flipped it around. So it's standing, you know, vertical. And where you can see, sometimes if you if you zoom in, you can see it a lot better. But I actually did. It's not a circle, but I outlined the, ex, the exact <laughs> track. And if you look... There's actually two tracks there. One's offset. And I was telling people, I said, this is a double-step bear track. I said, a double-step bear track, this is a very obvious one. And a lot of times, double-step bear tracks, they land in the same position, or making one whole foot, or one whole size track. But this one here, you can see the offset, you know. And, and uh, with the outline, actually, when people went back to look at the original one, like oh, good catch, blah blah blah. But then you got everybody else saying, "This is awesome, man. This is a, you know, th- that's definitely squatch, you know." And that's the thing. I don't want to get mad at these people. It's like they're just not paying attention. Is the way I see it. You know, every everything's a squatch to everybody. You know. So yeah, you know.
4: Same with anything on Facebook, (laughs) you gotta look to see when that article gets gets posted, because half the crap you're commenting on happened like two years ago. (laughs) It just cycles back through the news, you know. So you really have to be careful with anything that's posted on Facebook.
5: Strangely enough, that that picture showed up in the bush bushcraft group that I'm, at admin on and we took it down quickly because there was huge argument started over it. Oh. <laughs>
4: yeah. And it's old. It's not from the recent fires. That's old. Yeah,
0: actually. Yeah, uh, I posted it like I I shared a screenshot of it and you can see the date when I when I first posted about it. It was back in 2018. Um but yeah, if you guys give me a few minutes, I'll actually share it on here. I got to get off of my phone and send it up here
3: but- Um, yeah hmm. that's
1: and and, and, again I mean that's that's a a part of the problem uh, with what you know I'll call the Bigfoot world or the Bigfoot community um, is a a, is a lack of critical thought and sort of bad filter you know so it's like anything goes there's I see a lot of gullibility and i i think the best way to deal with that is to um is just just to try and promote critical thought you know so i i don't like i mean i don't like making fun of anybody in this world you know really unless i unless they're i think they're evil or something but uh but people in the bigfoot world It's like I'm not I I hate it when people make fun of them. I'd rather reach out to them and and say, Hey man, I'll you know, I'll teach you how to fish, right? Like I'll teach you how to think. You, You know, you need a better filter because you're just you're you're falling for every trick in the book. And of course, what comes along with that is a lot of fraud in the bigfoot world. You know, and I won't name any names right now, but there's a lot of channels and and people in the Bigfoot world who are very fraudulent uh, for, for monetization purposes, you know, um, so uh, and, and people will fall for it. And I hate to see that. I hate to see somebody be frauded, you know, into, in, you know, like coaxed into buying merch that they shouldn't that that because they're watching something that's completely hoaxed, you know, or, or t- at least taken out of context. So. So so it's so, yeah. a problem, it's a problem. And, and the only way to combat it is to to try and convince people to be more open minded and objective using critical thinking skills and and and, and really that could change your life. It, forget the Bigfoot world that can change your direction in life generally is what I find.
5: Oh, yeah. Well, you know, that that's funny you mentioned that, Pat. We, My wife and I, we talk about that all the time, you know, whether involving anything, the right amount, amount of skepticism is key for mm-hmm. anything, it seems like. And true skepticism. Is just, you know, true, true, true skepticism. You hear, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, nothing. I, I just, you know... Uh, there, there, are certain things that's easily written off, and but I, I totally agree. You know, there's a lot of people who won't discuss things because they're afraid they'll be shamed. But on the other hand, you've got this whole other group out here that's every single sound, every noise is, oh, it's Bigfoot, it's Bigfoot, and you know, some of it can be written off, some of it can't. Hmm.
1: Yeah, and. And, and again, like another aspect of what I'll call like a part of the problem there is that Bigfoot has become like a legitimate, uh, uh, um, you know, sort of pop culture form of entertainment. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and so I'm not like, like, I love what Wes Germer does. I love his show. It's a great show. He's a successful guy. And, and I love that for him. You know, but people will listen to chronicles, and 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 maybe they, you know, they're just being introduced to Bigfoot, and it, they gobble that stuff up, man. Those encounters are they're very entertaining to listen to, and so then they'll go, well, you know, well, hell, I want to go out in the woods and see a Bigfoot, and then they go out in the woods and they don't really know what they're doing, and and I'm glad people are getting out in the woods who maybe wouldn't have before because that's good for everybody, you know, but. You see what I'm saying? It's like there's so many aspects, and then of course the same people will be on these groups, and they're the ones who will say, "Oh my God, it must be a Bigfoot," or "Oh my God, it's portals," or whatever you know, because because of one spooky story they heard last night that convinced them of you know it's just, it's kind of a a weird vicious cycle in the in, in the Bigfoot world. They they constantly chasing the tail you know it's- well and,
5: and i think a lot of the problem is just like with the television thing my wife she watches the the all the ghost shows all the time and it's it, you know the tv television is so flooded with it and it has to be more and more exciting as week goes on months to month, and season season by the season goes on yeah. It has to be more appealing, more gotcha, more grab you, And it is, it's like, you know, it, it's almost like pop culture or, you know, a, a cult following kind of thing with, with all that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's that's the other thing is that there's so many camps. So the Bigfoot world is also extremely tribal, you know. You got their camp. You got that camp. You got this people. You got the woo. You got this. It's Nephilim. It's portals. It's aliens. It's orbs. It's it's everything. Yeah. So it's a very tribal place. And yeah, that does. that. Looks right, here's that
0: image right here. Yeah. Yeah, because if you look over here, uh, if you can look, you can see the offset midway up. Uh, here's here's the outline that I did right here. Uh, it's popping up here very shortly.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. There it is, right there. Definitely a big boat. It's in a red. <laughs> let me go.
0: Let me go back to the original.
4: I can clearly see it. I can. clearly <laughs> I did see the circle.
0: It. I mean, the Where, outline.
4: You <laughs> don't know. have to outline it from that angle. But see. But when you everybody's do it from the other side. Right. Exactly. You, but everybody's you're not it. looking that way.
0: Right. Exactly. Yeah. But I know yeah. that's why people are only looking at it one way. They're looking at it horizontal. This year it is lateral up and down,
1: you know, so. Yeah.
0: But, yeah.
1: Yeah. And this stuff happens a lot. I so, mean, this is very. So
0: I figured what the heck. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: I don't, I mean, I'm, I dude. I, yeah. I tell this to people all the time. I, and I, I'm so different in the, in the Bigfoot community. It, if I saw an actual Bigfoot track, I mean, I could care, I honestly care less beyond, huh, there might be one around here right now. <laughs> you know, um, I would not cast it. I might would check it for dermal ridges because that is important. Dermal ridges are important. So if if I thought I could cast a Dermal Ridge, then I would. Other than that, it's just another stupid cast in the pile of casts, man. It's like, where's that gotten us in 50 years? You know, nowhere. Same with hair. Same thing with hair. Like I tell people all the time, if I find Bigfoot hair and I know it's Bigfoot hair, I'm just going to take that and go, huh, throw it over my shoulder. I don't care. Like, you know it just it, none of that does any good dude you guys know where i stand on this it's time for a dramatic shift in how these things are approached and observed and and need to be actually observed i mean somehow some way i i know what i think the way but they have to be observed all of this madness this oh all we have is anecdotal accounts that's it And the only thing impressive about that is the volume of them. That's it. It's all Mm -hmm. we have. It's all we know.
5: Well, that's almost like my opinion on the DNA kind of
1: thing.
5: You've got to have something to compare the DNA to.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Otherwise, what? I mean, you know. Yes. Yeah.
2: It's just more. More DNA from an unspecified, yep, you know location. I,
1: right? Nothing. I, I this is one of my favorite things to say is Bigfoot will never be proved by waving a piece of paper in the air. Mm-hmm. Never. Look, it's right here on paper. Bigfoot's real. No, nope, that's not going to do. Like that'll never. It's so the people who are DNAers who think the way to do it's go out there and. Looking bird's nests for fucking Bigfoot hair. Sorry, uh, <laughs> wrong podcast. Um, and now they want to
4: <laughs> get samples out of the streams, yeah, and do all that business with and get all the mammals and everything out of the stream water and well, type everything.
1: Healthy for the environment. I mean, <laughs> like, yeah, we don't want to destroy the environment trying to look for Bigfoot. You know.
4: There's a lot of things, but them proving it through DNA just has not happened.
1: No, and it's not no. gonna happen. That's why it's say- a if
4: you guys doubt it, go do yeah. a little research, find Haskell, Dr. Haskell Hart. He's very knowledgeable. Even Daniels interviewed him. Really? Um, and yeah. the um Steve Coles did a great interview with him. And he's consistent and he'll tell you exactly how he tested and what he found. And he has totally convinced me that Mm -hmm. Melba Ketchum's uh, study was not properly done at all.
1: That, that whole thing was a, a, the fix Mm -hmm. was in from the beginning. Um, That whole thing was done. I am rock and roll. Yeah. That not whole thing was done to create a narrative for for <laughs> Yeah yeah. For uh for a Nephilim narrative. Thanks, thanks, Suzanne. I I yeah, I played uh I played music in the entertainment industry for twenty years. So and I got stories. So yeah, I'm I definitely got the rock and roll part uh is there. <laughs> um <laughs>
0: She was referring to your comment. I was <laughs> this one here. She was quoting you right here. Oh, wrong one. Hold on, where to go?
4: I the wrong uh, one. That fucking Yeah. Uh, that's all right.
3: It's, I, mean, I I don't I
1: don't like cursing on Bigfoot podcast. But sorry that that one slipped out. I apologize frankly yeah. they family friendly here because kids are interested in Bigfoot you know
4: right and
1: the kid <laughs> uh, you know a 10 year old's not going to be watching you know our our other podcasts we do that's more you know in a, a completely different subject Um, but a 10 year old will watch a Bigfoot podcast and you know that's why like like Carrie Arnold he keeps his show PG because a lot of kids watch it and he knows yeah it, you know yeah so that's, I think that's a good rule to follow, so I apologize for dropping the uh, F on there, everybody.
2: All right, guys. Yeah,
0: because uh, all, all the parents who's letting, <laughs> who's letting their kids watch.
4: Bye, Wayne. Go, have a good all one, right. Wayne. See y'all next next time.
1: Time. <laughs> all right, man. See y'all. Y'all be good. Absolutely. Absolutely.
3: So, yeah,
0: if, you, hey, made everybody. if you can make it on tomorrow, feel free to come. on. Okay, yeah, I'll let you
3: know,
0: buddy. <laughs> yeah, what I was saying is, uh, <laughs> all the parents who are letting their kids watch our podcast just
4: log them it. off the internet.
0: So I'll do to Pat. <laughs> Sorry. <I'm just> <laughs> Sorry, I just
1: joking. I apologize. Not
0: normally. Normally, we do have a couple of. Uh, normally, we do have a couple teenagers watching. I haven't seen them on the chat. Uh, Reed Norman is usually one of them, yeah. Uh, I think he's like, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's like, what, 16, 15, 16? And then we have a there's another one I can't remember his name. Well, yeah,
1: I'm not even worried about you know. I can see a ten-year-old kid, you know, yeah. watching, watching the podcast. And teenagers know those words; they say them. Oh,
4: come stuff. on! They're playing those video games that have a lot more stuff on them than our show. Let me tell you.
1: Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. They're all playing the the new Call of Duty, uh, Call of Duty uh, Cold oh, War,
4: Overwatch, Cold- and
1: Alpha today. All
4: of those things are crazy.
3: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Yeah. yeah. That's okay. I
0: wish I could. I wish I could be playing my PS4, but my daughter's got the PS4, and she won't bring it over here. So, <laughs> so
1: yeah. I have but, an Xbox. I uh, yeah, I like uh, video games every now. and then. <laughs> I'll even live stream sometimes. I yeah. live. Stream. Yeah. I, do. But I play. Damn. I play the streamers, and I'll every now and then I'll live stream like video games instead of like discussion you know Well thanks Patrick Vaughn I appreciate that.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: We try, man. I mean, it's uh, like I was saying earlier, <laughs> man, it's just good to like have a good a good uh, team of like-minded people who are interested in just like the no BS stuff. You know, we're just going to we're, we're going to try and keep things objective and honest. And we know what we're dealing with here. We're dealing with a huge lack of knowledge. And, mm-hmm. you know, nobody ever really comes on this show and tries to say, well, I know what's going on. You know, mm-hmm. we don't really do that here. And and if somebody did come on here and try and say that, I think it would quickly turn into a debate,
4: honestly. Right. Know, I mean, there's times where you, hey, you think, want to. Were you on here? For- <laughs> what? When,
0: yeah, Nikki, were you on here when I had when I try to have C. Wayne Wilson on as a guest one time?
4: Um, maybe. I think so.
0: It's been a long time. Uh, yeah, there was one time I had him on here, and I, I forget who the rest of the panel members were. I, I thought you were one, uh, one of them, because you've been you've been on with here with me for a long time. And uh, yeah. but there was one time I did. Bring C. Wayne Wilson on here, and you know, I I, I brought him on to interview him to question him because you know he has a lot of wild claims, as a lot of people know. We uh, most of us are familiar with his video footage, his his you know super zoomed in images of the foliage all distorted in shadows and trees and everything else. But uh, I was just trying to get an understanding, uh, you know, I but. He logged off. Before he logged off, he was like, "I should have known you guys were had me on here as a setup." Blah blah. blah. I said it wasn't no setup. No different than what we do to anyone else. We ask questions, you know. (laughs) But and uh, so, uh, if I
1: could like, I I I just
0: like to try to be able to understand people. That's all.
1: If I could speak about him real quick, because I can't remember if I said this on air. Last week, or if we were off air, uh, so I'll, I I hope I'm not repeating myself here. Uh, somebody like C. Wayne, to me, you know, I see again. I see people make fun of him, and and that's not the right approach because to me, there's there's something going on with that guy, right. um, and that's just my opinion. I'm not i I'm not a doctor or anything like that. Um, but I'm, you know, I I'm, I think I'm a fairly perceptive person, and there's something going on with Steve Wayne, okay? And so does Steve Wayne have? We're not talking about Steve Wayne who was just on now. We're talking about Steve Wayne Wilson. Uh, does he have something to bring to the table, Bigfoot wise? Probably not. You know, has he seen one? I don't know. Maybe but is there something going on with this dude that is is clear to any like you know reasonable person otherwise yeah there's something going on with him so there's really not much to get to you can kind of chalk it up to um something else and uh and so you know the fact that he came on your show daniel and felt like he was being set up that should tell you a lot about kind of what's going on there you know um and so I hate to see people make fun of him. And I don't think that he's doing anything that's worth that bringing, you know, that's worthy of like evidence or, you know, he's just kind of become a, 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 a he's kind of become a, a figure in the Bigfoot world that people just kind of like point and snicker at, you know?
4: But it's, he's done that to himself. He has,
1: but. Well,
3: but.
4: It, but in 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 regards to that, I mean Stacy Brown still found that he would be a great topic to do a show on, you know, right? So I mean, I haven't seen that show yet, yeah, but I want a- to yeah, it, maybe yeah. he's
0: um, yeah
4: entertainment. <laughs> Oh, go ahead. That's what it was used for. He was used for entertainment purposes.
1: Yeah, and I just, uh, you know, without like getting, like, I don't want to insult the guy or speak out of turn. It's just that, you know, um, there's something going on there, and uh, there, there's uh, like what I would consider, in my opinion, a a disability, and uh, and so like, you know. Just like leave the guy alone. Let him. Let him. He's gonna do his stuff. He's gonna post his videos, and, yeah. and you
4: it's, know, it's like doesn't really concern us. Not you really. know, but a lot of people at that time, I think he even he asked to come on, didn't he, Daniel?
0: I uh, I don't remember exactly. I I think I I may have asked him or. Uh, Presented the idea to him, so
4: I don't, but, uh, I don't, I don't remember, remember
0: how. About remember exactly how it went
4: down. But we were interviewing a lot of people too, you know, right at that yeah. time. So it's kind of, kind of blurry.
1: Yeah, that's just kind of my two cents about right. it.
4: Can, can everybody, you have wi- you have your will. If you don't like something, move on. It's not a big deal. If you don't like somebody's opinion, just move on to the next one because there are thousands of Bigfoot researchers right now, you know, and they are all posting on YouTube. They're all posting on Facebook. So you just move on to the next one. Move on to the next one. Oh, I like this one. I'm going to follow this one and move on to the next one because they all have something different to give you. Okay, some are researchers, some just go out and have fun. Fun. Some are just campers with a little bit of style. Some are, you Ooh. know, just out there having fun. Yeah. And you got to find what your niche is and what you really want to follow. Because I'm sorry, there are very few researchers that keep books that actually have data that they can present. That's oh, just yeah. the way it is.
1: No, oh, yeah, that's true there's no real data. I mean, yeah, yeah. but
4: you know, there are some, I, I, there are that keep the time they went out, the date, the weather, the, this noises, the everything, you know, every time they go out, it's not a whole bunch of anything really at this point. And if it ever comes that we do have a Bigfoot in custody, right. (laughs) If you want to see that, uh, that's going to be very useful information right now. Not really.
1: Yeah. It's yeah. There's, there's no good information. We, we, we kind of know what they look like and we kind of know what they're capable of. And, uh, and we know for a fact that, you know, one-on-one human versus Bigfoot in the woods, human, is going to lose like you cannot <laughs> yeah. up with them. You can't. They're always gonna out ninja your ass, man. Right. So we know we know those things, but that's it, you know.
4: And if you're a knower, you've seen this being in your face, then you are one up on all of us that have it. You know, you've seen them, you don't need to have anything proved to you, you've seen it, that's the goal. For you to have it proven to yourself before anything else. So those of you who have seen it, you know, you should really be like, wow, I've, I'm i there. I'm done. Everything else should just be fun. <laughs>
1: yeah, but that's not the way it works. Those people want to be validated so bad, Nikki, right. a lot of them. Right. Um, because a lot of the people who have seen them didn't care anything about Bigfoot to begin with. And those people, they want validation so bad with their family and their friends and the rest of the freaking world, you know, mm-hmm. they want to be able to go I told you like, I, like I'm not crazy. <laughs> I'm, I'm not crazy. You. Yeah. you know, uh, <laughs> they really, they do want that validation. You know, mm-hmm. and I hope that validation comes for all of them one day. I really do. I really yeah. do. Mm-hmm. Scott, you're
3: going to get one tonight, aren't you, Scott? Sure. <laughs> I is keep it,
5: watching behind him. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, <laughs> I, I agree. I think you know, behind I him, I think that's him. his house behind him. No, that's the uh, gazebo behind <laughs> yeah. behind me. Uh, that is Woods back in behind it, though. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, yeah, I... I, I'm on the same page like we was <laughs> talking about. The skepticism, the I I personally think there's a lot of people in the field for attention and their fifteen minutes of fame, so to speak. Yeah. And then I like Pat says, I think there's a ton of people out there that want validation. You know, I, my situation that that took place on the rip, you know, I can look at it, oh, maybe it was a person. I don't see how a person could have did what was going on and there sure as hell wasn't a bear, you know, doing it and nothing else. But I know what happened and there's no question in my mind that, you know, that's the only answer I've got. You know, do I look at it and say, do I wish I would have seen it? You know, of course, but <laughs> uh, you know, there's, that's the only answer I can find.
4: Yeah.
1: No, man, I wouldn't if I were you, I warn people, I, I warn people, don't don't wish to see one like it, you, you, you might end up having a a a reaction to that. That is unexpected. You know, Uh, I've never seen one, so I'm not I, I'm not speaking as somebody who's seen one. I'm just sure. kind of analyzing people who have seen them. Pretty much come out of that with some kind of trauma to the point where even 20, 30 years later, when they tell that story, it visibly affects them. You know, and they, I mean, they're almost, they almost start crying sometimes telling their story about seeing one. So, so all I'm saying is, dude, you, you might have some unexpected trauma. I don't know, Scott. I don't know you. Maybe you're a badass and it, it won't affect you that much, but, uh, you yeah. know, I, I just uh, – I always tell people, even even Daniel. Daniel goes trampsing through the woods looking for him. I'm like, dude, be careful. You know, like don't – maybe you don't want to see one. I don't know. My opinion.
3: <laughs>
0: well, what – I hope one day I get to sit down and have some, uh, Slim Jim and coffee with him,
3: you know? So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, man.
1: Yeah, that was, okay, yeah. See, so that's not um, going to happen. Yeah,
3: well, I'll you, tell you what, uh, Scott...
1: <laughs> you. I'm just bleeding goofy. Coffee. <laughs> Unless it's sitting on your chest. Ugh.
4: Your dad wrote a book.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, Flow from Progressive said, Yeah, Flow from a Progressive was able to sit down and have a chat with him. Mm-hmm. I mean, why can't any of us do it? My name's Daryl. <laughs> so, well, I was going to wear my Daryl
4: um, shirt. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um,
0: Scott, do you have any uh, future plans to? To go out doing some exploring, uh, or with any group of people, uh, anytime in the future, or it's actually well, I I know we're probably we're getting ready to hit hunting season, so I'm sure you'll be in full force of hunting.
5: Yeah, it's uh, it's grocery October 11th starts grocery getting season for me with the deer season opening up. So, it's uh, just get it while I can. Because I'm not far behind that till the Christmas tree season. Huh. Nice. Oh yeah. What do you uh, <laughs> What do you hunt with? Yeah. What do you hunt deer with? Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, either 300 blackout or 308.
1: Really, 300 blackout. Yeah. Really. That's interesting, man. That's a that's a. Uh, that's a unique round. Very unique round. Um
5: kind of stumbled onto it mainly yeah. just because it can be suppressed and we've got a lot of farm we get a lot of farm tags that and the farm the homeowners and farmers require us to to keep it suppressed. So I'm really? using it. Yeah, I'm using it the rest of the time of the year. So I just continue right through hunting
1: season with it. Okay. Do you use the uh, subsonic rounds?
5: Um, mm, usually I stick with the supersonic, uh, 125 grain. Um, it muzzles it down enough to where it's still not heard. Uh, not yeah. if, you know, not with someone in the house or whatever close by. Uh, which is typically the farmers, but uh, e- even in the woods, it's not a you know not really a big deal uh is i've had i've shot and had deer come back in ten minutes later
1: wow and hey, do you uh you do you use that on your um AR platform oh yeah yeah that's okay okay cool i was just curious
4: what's next i
3: don't know
1: are talking about yeah Daniel
4: I, Daniel yeah, I know Daniel
1: me uh, with rock Daniel throws rocks at deer like a sasquatch <laughs> he's trying to he's trying to get in the mentality of being a sasquatch <laughs> he throws rocks at him that's what Daniel does yeah yeah very quiet very quiet
0: well so, sometimes I run at him and tackle him and <laughs> yeah sometimes I run at him try to tackle him grab him by the around the neck and just twist her neck around so. You know, you typical you know, uh, yeah. behavior.
3: Good luck doing that to <laughs> a truck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my.
0: Um Now I have a Remington three hundred eight, and then sometimes I switch it up. I'll, I'll use just my shotgun, my twelve gauge shotgun, mm-hmm. my Mossberg. But, right. Uh,
3: mm-hmm.
0: I don't know. I might. I might try my AR this year. I don't know. I was. I was thinking about using my AR but I don't know. But I'm not sure I I don't know. It depends on my mood.
1: <laughs> That's uh, a weird round to put through a deer uh, though, isn't it? Like a, uh, like a three-round into a deer. I mean, wh- where's what
0: It can be done at a close It would have to be uh do I now?
1: Is it the is it, would that be the same shot placement? I'm not a hunter. I'm a gun guy. I know all about guns, but I don't hunt deer. Would it be the same shot placement for a two two three round? Well what yeah. with a three oh eight. I would
0: I would say so, but then again, it depends on the distance. You don't want to be long range with a two two three. Uh, I mean Skype, correct me if I'm wrong on this, uh but yeah, two two three, you want to be within just so many yards with a two two three, right?
5: Uh, you should be good with a two-two-three. You should be well, uh, two-two-three, five-five-six, either one. You should be good, 150, two hundred yards with it. Uh, but now, definitely, I would go with like. Um, okay. I think Hornady SST makes a makes two, uh two-two-three round that uh, a ballistic tip that would work excellent. Um, I actually used a yeah. Before I went to three hundred blackout and I was still shooting two two three. Um I was using a hundred and ten grain nozzler round that worked
1: well. Huh.
5: Oh
3: okay.
1: yeah, what do you what do you shoot hogs with, Scott? Uh you know, I
5: with with the hogs I'm using the 125 grain nozzler ballistic tip and the three hundred blackout. Oh, nice!
1: Yeah, that blackout, that mm. blackout round is amazing, dude. Uh, it's it's it it's almost the perfect round in my opinion. And again, I'm not a hunter, but uh, three hundred blackout is a perfect round. Perfect, right? Uh, like a SBR, uh, I've yeah. an SBR, decked out in three hundred blackout, man.
5: Yeah, mine's uh, well, I I've got a sixteen sixteen inch barrel on one, but then I've got a seven and a quarter SBR that yeah. I hunt with a lot, just because it accommodates the the silencer well.
1: Right, and it's easy to m- maneuver around through in in the woodland, you know. Yeah, yeah, smaller platform. Yes, still a lot of punch. Yeah.
0: Now. Yep. Now, what about your hog hunting? Do you do that? Uh, for, well, yeah, first of all, do you do that at nighttime? Which I, I, I'm assuming that's probably when a lot of people do. I don't know. Uh, the other question is, uh,
5: what time of year is hog season in down there? Oh, uh, yes, it is primarily a nighttime hunt. And it is 365, 7 Oh wow! And so kind of like how coyotes are in some states. Exactly. Now that's private land. That's not on you know not on game management. Uh, you can, as far as game management property, uh, you can hunt anytime. Anything else is in season, but you have to be using a firearm or a weapon that's for whatever is in season. Like right now, our bow season opened up the fifteenth. Right. So if you're on game management property, you could use a bow or a compound bow, but as long as you're on private land, you can use any weapon.
1: Yeah, they're a nuisance, obviously. Just like- oh yeah. yeah. Okay. And do yeah. you um do you harvest the hog hog meat, Scott?
5: Oh yes, sir. Uh, we got about seven freezers. We keep full at any given time. Nice. No wall. Uh, no family member goes without groceries. Yeah. Mm.
1: <laughs> Tasty too. <pig. laughs>
5: yep. yep. Awesome. Everybody gets pork chops.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So, one Ooh. of these. <laughs> I'll
0: have to definitely make it a trip. I'll uh, uh, make it a point to get down there. And maybe uh, you'll have to take me out and do some hog hunting there. <laughs>
3: Yeah, invitations, I, I open. Bet that's fun. invitations
1: <laughs> open. So, all right, so can I start the controversy now? Go, all right, Scott. All right, uh, go ahead. What do you think that uh, the supersonic 300 blackout round would do to, to his ass watch?
4: Oh my gosh,
1: <laughs>
4: like I said,
1: I, I didn't
5: feel like I had enough firepower <laughs> in all honesty. I mean, I just didn't feel a three hundred eight and three hundred blackout in my vehicle, and I
1: didn't feel like I had enough firepower. So, what do you think, a Barrett like a Barrett fifty cal, maybe mm. yeah,
5: three thirty eight Lapua, maybe on uh, fifty Barrett fifty. I don't
1: know, but <laughs> maybe
4: elephant gun.
1: Yeah. Uh, uh how about predator missile? <laughs> That's what I
0: like yeah. yeah, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! All right. Yeah, Pat, you should announce the disclaimer. Uh, why you're talking about that? That not that anyone has any intentions of doing so, but <laughs> so yeah. Because last gonna... time we you, you brought that up, you I uh, you, you somewhat made a disclaimer on it.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I, you're right. I, I did. I did not <laughs> do my usual disclaimer. It's it's just hypothetical. It's all theoretical. I do not encourage anyone to ever go looking for a bigfoot with the intention of trying to kill it. It's that's a very dangerous, irresponsible thing, in my opinion. But to have the hypothetical situation of, you know, what would it take to actually do that? Is is just uh, it's very uh. I'm just curious about that because again, I'm a I'm a gun guy. I'm an ammo guy, you know, and so I I just kind of uh like to be hypothetical about the physics of what you know what it would take to do that. But no, I don't encourage anybody to go looking for them to to even like photograph them on the ground. Don't go looking for them, much less try and shoot them. No yeah. way. That's a good way to get yourself killed.
0: Yeah, I got my, I got an a a uh, ar, uh, I got a two two three right here and a three oh eight casing right here. Yeah, yeah. Live ammo, yeah. I just keep them up here. I got I got ammo. Well, all my ammo's in my ammo box. I got stuff. Some of it spread around. So we
4: can't find any ammo.
0: I think I got a gun in each corner of the house. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's hard to find right now. And uh yeah, two two three uh is something- I mean, like two two three is like a dollar around now almost. It's crazy. With with a few exceptions. Like there people are always oh I got a deal, maybe uh federals. Yeah. Huh? What Daniel? Yeah,
4: if
0: you find uh a case in a federals for two two threes, yeah, the, the federal cases uh if you can find them, yeah, they're usually about $17, 18 bucks a box for around a round of twenty. Um, so yeah, that's I what don't... I the last the last couple of boxes they were about eighteen bucks a piece. Yeah, basically, yeah, because it was 20, 20 rounds per box. So. Yep. So, but yeah, a lot of people are ordering online, and and just for shits and giggles, I went online. I looked up a couple couple different websites. I don't remember what they were. I weren't really familiar with them, but. When you order, they actually had good deals online for some pretty, you know, decent bulk uh, quantities of ammo. But everything you look at, everything you click at, it says out of stock, out of stock, out of stock, even online. So
4: well, they're having a shortage it of the.
0: It's on the website you go to. What I don't do you know. call
4: the little firing pins, right?
5: Uh, primers.
4: Primers, yeah. yes. Thank you.
5: Yeah, primers, yeah. Um, and, and that's. Daniel, I don't know if you've tried Ammo Seek or not, but I've been finding two, two, three on Ammo Seek pretty regular. But I've running the same thing on with the three hundred blackout. I try to go click on it, and as soon as I pull it up, start to put the order in, it'll let me run my credit card and everything. And then as soon as I start to put, as soon as I get my credit card number in, it comes back that it's no longer or no not in stock. And oh really? It, it let me know when it comes back in. So myself and my gunsmith buddy, oh. we've been we've been loading like crazy for two, three
1: months now. Oh. So you can't you can't find any three hundred blackout right now? Wow. wow. Finding it finding it it's
5: just right now lucky that been buying you know, been buying it to reload for, you know, for a little bit because, and that, and that's what gets me is a lot of people buying it, you know, stockpiling it and I'm out here, I'm, I'm shooting all, you know, and, you know, I I go through 20, you know, a a 20 round box and, you know, a couple of three weeks, I'm, you know, I'm trying to re-up on ammo. So it's right now I'm loading up a hundred rounds at a time, just try to keep ammo up.
1: Yeah, that sucks. You need. Yeah, it sounds like you need. You know, like a thousand bulk, something like that.
5: Yeah, and when I do, when I do run into it, it's everything I'm finding. FMJ. I'm not being able to find any. You know, any any hunting ammo. Right. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that sucks. mm.
4: So you're gonna go out hunting tonight.
5: Um uh, no, we actually went and set some traps up earlier oh. this evening. Uh tomorrow night I'll be back in the woods. I stayed at home just to just to be here tonight.
1: Oh yeah. Right. Well thank you.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Well definitely uh yeah, we definitely appreciate that. But <laughs> you could Ooh. probably before you came on here, you were probably cussing. I said, why do I commit to this crap? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just
3: joking.
0: <laughs> Nikki does the same thing half the time, but sometimes <laughs> she does it. She doesn't know she's live sometimes when she says
1: it.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God, no, again true. tonight? <laughs> Has it been a week already?
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. right? They fly by. They're flying by, man. It's I
4: was watching a show.
1: <laughs> so I don't know. Like Scott, Well, you know, sometimes I'll it's okay. Uh, so Scott, So what do you I mean what do you what do you think should be done? Like what do you think it would take to like you know to to get better observations and learn more about whatever these things are? And you can even opine as to what you think they are, if you, if you like, like, so what, what, what's it going to take? And what do you think they are? I mean, I know
5: everybody disagrees and I'm not, you know, to a, to a large degree, but I mean, they're me personally, I think there's going to have to be a a body on in front of people. I'm not, condoning like you earlier i'm not saying that anyone should go out here hunting but at the same time i think it's going to come down to a you know a body on the table sure okay i mean that's that's mm-hmm. just my thoughts because you know everybody wants something to believe in but yet nobody wants to believe unless they see it first and
1: what, what do you think uh they might be yeah, and your
0: yeah, that was I, my next question.
5: I, I think they're. I I mean, I personally think
1: they're early man that walked side by side with us. All right, some some sort of uh, cousin, other kind of hominid. Exactly. Yeah. I th- I think that's a good starting point. That's what I tell people. It's like I don't know what they are, man. We might find one, you know, dead in in the in the middle of the street and open it up and it's got biomechanics in it. Like for whatever reason. I, I don't know, you know, but
3: biomechanics. Be,
1: yeah, like a good starting point is basically what you just said, you know. Uh you know, uh I hear, you know, it's just like
5: and I and I think it's me personally. I think it's closer kin to us than the great apes or the other, you know, great apes or whatever. Right. But I feel like it was a hominid that grew, that you know, just like the the dwarves, so to speak. You know that they that was walking side by side with us at one time too. I mean. Mm-hmm. I, oh.
1: Neanderthal,
5: yeah, Yeah, Neanderthal, or you know, uh, um, I that's just my opinion for what it counts for. And I feel like, I mean, when there's it's data has proven that bears bury bears, so why wouldn't they bury
1: their own? Sure. I mean, yeah. That's I mean, that's what we do. Yeah, as well. So, makes sense. Hmm.
0: Now, do you uh, by any by any chance do you think they uh, have any special abilities? A lot of people think they do, but what's your take on that? Uh, do you think they're basically just Completely flesh and blood.
5: This is where uh, it's funny. My wife and I debate it all the time. Uh, I I personally think it's their flesh and bro- <laughs> blood. And my wife seems to think that they're all uh, basically can travel not so much out and back in time, but just, uh, I I don't oh. know, almost from another universe, or not not as a alien or whatever, but you know, just
4: another dimension. You know,
5: uh, yeah, another dimension. That's that's her opinion on it. Um, me, I think they're they're flesh and blood, just like we are. Yeah, fair enough. This well uh,
0: this is where you should, this is where you should get your uh your does your wife ever go out in the woods
5: with you? Oh yeah. She's there she, oh, frequently with me. I oh, that's I, awesome.
0: Yeah, what you need to do I, I was just gonna say what you need to do is uh create since you guys have this debate between what you guys <laughs> think they are, perhaps you guys need to do I don't know what you want to call it. Hey, let's go let's go discover one. Let's go find <laughs> one and study it for ourselves, you know? <laughs> right. Let's go take the thing and you know, hey, look, it bleeds. It's flesh
3: and blood. <laughs> so
0: <laughs> so
5: <laughs> I don't know. But now that's awesome that she does go out there with you. So Yeah, she Yeah, and, and that's all I that's all I have to do is mention something about if I see weird lights or anything out of the ordinary on a piece of property, she's packed up and ready to go. <laughs> oh, that's awesome.
3: If he, <laughs> if yeah,
0: I think Pat Pat usually has, treats Kim like a uh, caveman. He needs to grab her, drag her by the hair, get her out there. Oh, no,
3: no, not out there.
1: No 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 no, no just, yeah <laughs> no, yeah yeah she she loves to go but we don't we don't go looking for sasquatch we just go camping it's recreational <laughs> you know <laughs> and, and then they they come around and start harassing you know <laughs> and then i have to start shooting indiscriminately off into the woods get them get away get get get, get go shoot them away like a freaking coyote man you know it's like leave me alone. I, yeah, I don't. I do not want. I don't want to have anything to do with these things, Scott. Just so you know, like I don't trust him.
3: He has like, no you know, problem talking about him. That's true.
1: I love speculating about him, but when when I see one, it's going to be from a mile away. I won't get into all that, and I won't. I won't get on my big stump <laughs> speech tonight, but. When I see one, it's gonna be from a mile away, and it's gonna be, you know, it's gonna blow the Patterson-Gimlin film out of the water, you know. So that's that's it. Like, I don't want it. I don't want them around me. I don't trust them. I don't trust them as far as I can throw them, and I can't throw them very far. Right.
5: <laughs> see, that's they
3: that's, that's you the very best. Far, out sure.
5: of yeah. <laughs> That's the other debate in my household. If they're there, they're you know they're there, and if they want to show themselves, they show themselves. Or that's my opinion. Where my wife, she thinks at this point, she says, you know, that they want to be friends
1: or something, and it's like, yeah, I don't think so. We don't know that. No. <laughs> and and uh, yeah, I mean, Dan said they feel the same way about me. I, I agree with that statement. <laughs> i do like i agree with that statement i think they do feel the same way about us our species it's the only thing that explains you know why they keep their distance so much even if they're curious a little bit at the end of the day you know i think they look at us like like copperheads or something man like i you know i don't want to have anything to really I, it's interesting to look at but I'm not going to get too close you know mm-hmm. Um, and they when I use the copperhead analogy uh, it's it it. the other part of that analogy is well sure when I see a copperhead I kill it but I would never kill it if I knew that a hundred more would show up the next day <laughs> I would never kill another copperhead ever, ever again so that, I think that's why they understand, dude, if you know, they, they might want to come into camp and just ravage, them, you know, kill us. But right. they understand in their heads a hundred more will show up tomorrow and we don't want that. So that's why they don't do it. there's kind of that's my theory, you know, with the copperhead analogy.
5: I can I can get on board, I can see that.
1: Yeah, and I and I don't blame them. Human beings are the most deadliest species on the planet by far, you know.
5: Yeah, when you, that that's funny when because, uh, ironically, when you said the copperhead, I'm picturing the all the pictures of dead rat snakes and people asking, "Oh, is this a copperhead?" Right. You yeah. Know, you yeah. Know, it's like was well, you know you've already killed it one. Night.
1: Yeah, I know. Uh, I hate that. Yep. Yeah, people, yep. learn your snakes. Do not yep. kill, don't kill rat <laughs> Like, uh, a rat snake will kill a baby copperhead, you know? Yep. So, and, uh, yeah. Yeah, other- rat,
0: snakes, rat snakes, king snakes.
1: Yeah, and the other species yep. don't kill possums. As annoying as it might be, they get in your garbage or whatever. You know, possums eat ticks. Oh, yeah. yeah. So uh, don't kill possums, like you know. Don't kill possums. Don't kill. Don't kill uh, non-venomous snakes.
5: Daniel, I think Daniel got to see my two little babies. that res baby possums. I rescued here a few weeks ago. Oh, um, are you serious? They were walking around outside my house. They were, I don't know, five six weeks old. They were wow. just starting to get teeth in. <laughs> so we had to. We had to do the rescue thing and. Oh,
3: got good,
1: them for you, good for you. Do you, do you think you'll yeah, be able to like cool. raise them in the wild? Do you think they'll be okay in the wild after being raised by people?
5: Yeah, they're all. Uh, I, I actually, at one time, I belonged to a uh, wildlife rescue service. Yeah. Uh, it's it' been quite a few years ago I got in touch with all uh, possums SOS and that's a, that's what they do and they I've been chatting out and back with them frequently and they're doing great for number one and they'll be ready in a few weeks to uh, to re-release and hopefully I get to release them back here uh, where they come at my home where they come from.
1: Yeah. That's really great, man. Good like good for you, Scott. That's I I love hearing stories like that. Positives are <laughs> our friends.
3: Yeah.
0: Patrick being funny. He said, I those are flat animals that live on the side of the road talking <laughs> about the roadkill. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, them and raccoons. I see a lot of raccoons on the side of the road up here. <laughs>
3: Tons Big of ground animals.
0: Found dogs, yeah, them too. Yeah, Um, yeah, I see a lot of them. They're, they're, I got a lot of them here in the backyard.
1: Rodents, rodents don't do well, even. I mean, uh, actually, a possum is a marsupial, but uh, but yeah, rodents and possums don't do well with roads, they just don't get it. Um, you know,
0: yeah. I got a lot of critters here in the backyard. Usually, sometimes when I leave for work in the morning or when I come home, there's usually these two young does. Uh, they're well, I know my, my landlord's that live up on the hill. Uh, they refer to them as tw- twins because they're always together. You know, they're, they look about the same age. And yeah. uh, I was seeing them with, they you know, they just lost their spots not long ago, and and uh, there was an older Doe around. I haven't seen her around. Uh, A young buck started showing up here. I started seeing a young buck now. So yeah, because I got I got the deer, I got rabbits, groundhogs. I uh, that's about it. I haven't seen nothing else. But I thought it was cool that a buck is starting to show himself around here. But yeah, I used to target shoot in my backyard. You know, I can't do that no more. (laughs) Uh, I've been doing it on and off for like two years or so, and then one day I. I was out there. I just got done shooting my AR out there, and my landlord drives down. The wife comes up. She's like, Yeah, we can't be doing that no more. Somebody might complain. And I was like, I didn't say nothing. I said, like, All right, I'm sorry about that. But, you know, for two years, nobody's complained, you know?
3: Oh, yeah, you know, that sucked. But I just,
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, we got shoot ranges out there on the NAS before. They got, uh, they just, the the nearest shooting range to me is probably about forty five minutes, but but it's it's in a it's out there in the woods, you know it's a nice area. I just haven't gotten around to going out there, but it's all good. I'll get out there eventually, but but yeah, uh, deer uh, yeah hunting seasons starting out here soon. The bear hunters will be running soon. Uh, they've been getting their dogs prepped and everything, so getting them all psyched up for the the bear hunter runs. So, so but, uh, I'll be out there in November. I got a week scheduled for November. I'll be out there. So, yeah, man, what's that Scott?
1: I was just
5: wondering, do y'all have a, uh, a still season for bear or do y'all just have a, uh, a dog season? We have a week. here. We uh, have, no, week uh, no. yeah,
0: uh, I haven't followed it in, in a few years because uh I stopped following it because the bear well, first of all the bear bear sees so you, you buy your big game hunt license up here the- bear, uh it, it used to be bear deer and turkey but they made they uh about three or four years ago they separated they they made the bear tag separate and uh so I didn't really out when they did that I stopped paying attention to the bear how the you know i I don't really follow that but um, but I I do believe that there is a separate. yeah, de- uh, they got one for dogs where you can run your dogs, and then they do have another one that's uh. I guess what what you call it? A, what, a, what did you say? It's like a still season. Um, it's still hunt. Yeah. Like yeah, if, during because there are uh, yeah you, like uh come to December there's a late black powder season, and the bear you can shoot bears all throughout that time too. So. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, after the regular open rifle season goes out, the uh, the late black powder season comes in in December, and runs through the early part of January. So, but uh, so I, I somewhat try to pay attention to it, only for the very fact, you know, like like right now, when I was out there camping with Dad, um, I've seen a lot of bear sign, really fresh bear sign, and the bear. I mean, this time of year, I know that as the weather's starting to get cooler the bears have been on the run, um, they're scavenging. And I know once those dogs get, uh, get released out in the woods, uh, they'll, they'll be really moving around. So, but, uh, mm. so yeah, I'm, I try to watch all that too. So, <laughs> but dogs, yeah.
1: um, dogs, dogs, chasing bears. Dogs chasing. Yeah.
0: Bears. Basically it's like coon hunting. If you're, uh, yeah, basically what it is, they treat they tree the bear. Uh, I know I got, I got a buddy of mine that does it. Um, he uh, yeah. I know he's always posting pictures. Basically, all the hounds they all they chase the bear. They usually run it up the tree, and that's usually when they take it. Uh, it's that's how a lot of coon uh, raccoon hunting's done. I know my father. I was real little. I don't really remember it much, but I've heard enough stories from dad because dad used to be big into coon hunting. He used to run. Uh, um, coon dogs, for, but uh, he did he did more uh, a lot of competition with them at the you know the uh the hunting clubs, but um, okay. but so, yeah, it's basically the same thing as coon hunting,
1: so so I could I could put my chihuahua to work then, Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> hey, you never know, <laughs>
3: but. <laughs> don't
4: Daniel no I was just gonna say oh I thought, oh ask, I
0: thought you were showing it
4: Daniel don't forget about uh, Scott Marlowe
0: oh yes with uh, those who know uh, of uh, Scott Marlowe a lot of you guys some may not be familiar uh, but Scott Marlowe he's a longtime cryptozoologist. Uh, from out of Florida and uh, um, Pangea Institute, and uh, he was a—he's been featured in some uh, several films. I know him and uh, Ken Gearhard worked together, and uh, but yeah, Ken uh, Scott Marlowe recently passed away the other day, and I'm not entirely sure of his age. I do believe—I don't want—I hope I'm not wrong—but he was in his 80s. I believe early eighties, maybe Um, I'm not sure of the cause of his death. It could have been from other complications, health complications, but, uh, Mm. and, uh, but he also, he was also the, um, the host of creature zone Uh, creature zone was a radio podcast that he's done. uh, I forget probably about five years ago. He had me on there. So, yeah, Scott Marlowe er, had left us. I know we've lost a few good ones in the past. Um, ah, man, I, I'm trying to, uh, trying to remember the one name. I mean, he was another old timer. Uh, Nikki, you, uh, you know, the Mongolia monster hunter.
4: Oh, Mogion.
0: You know who I'm talking about?
4: Mogion monster. It was, yeah, Mogion. Um, yeah. Mo- yeah. Um, Oh my I'm god. I'm having a brain fart. Now you said that you made me forget uh white um white? Yeah. Was it White?
0: <laughs> Mitchell White. Um, Mitchell white. white. Yeah, Mitchell.
4: God, I have photos yeah. with him and everything.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then um oh, I just thought of another one too. Um the four corners crypto uh the crypto four corners. Yeah. Um Oh man. I can't believe I'm forgetting these names. They were they were very well known respected people. Uh, man, I hate not remembering names, but um so yeah, yeah I'll have to uh, I'll have to write down these names. I'll mention I'll make mention them later. Uh, so, JC Johnson. But uh yeah, Nick yeah J yes, J C Johnson of the Crypto Four Corners.
3: Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So,
0: well, I tell you what, uh, now I know Nikki, you, are you got to get off. Um, I'm going to go ahead and get ready to close us up here. Um, cause I got to get up in the morning. I got, um, a, f- a harvest festival. I'm going on. Um, so so yeah, we got a few. Uh, me and my lady friend, her and her kids, and then my daughter is meeting up w- with the grandbaby. So uh, I'm going to be going out or spend the day at this harvest harvest festival. A buddy of mine at work told me about. because you know, I think him and his wife are going. So so it should be pretty fun. Um, uh, I I haven't yeah. been out to any kind of outdoor activity in a while. So, but uh, before we jump off here, uh, Scott, what we normally do, we do a uh, we try to do a last minute uh uh close out with each individual here. If you have any last words uh, um, anything you want to throw out there or share for anybody uh, um, feel free. The stage is yours.
5: Hmm. The only thing I can say is um, enjoy everybody get outside and enjoy being outside.
4: Ooh.
1: Nice.
3: Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely, that's why I'm
4: redoing my backyard.
0: Yeah. And how about you, Miss Nikki Cologne?
4: Uh, you can find me. Oh, yeah, Big, how was that weekly? coming along?
0: I saw the pictures.
4: Oh, yeah. Um, well, we saved for four years to get you know, be able to get our backyard landscaped because we've only been in this uh home for four years since 2016. So, uh I'm like, no, we're not going to finance it. Let's just save and save and save and save. And we finally did and <laughs> contracted and they finally broke ground in the back because there's a lot of stuff that... We we live in an area that has what's called a ponding situation. If it rains in El Paso, it floods. And we just happen to be on a floodplain, <laughs> So you have to have... Your house is up a little bit, and then your backyards do this dip <laughs> in the back, and it's really yeah. Ugly. I noticed.
0: Yeah, I noticed that.
4: So yeah, the what we have to do is I, I have down. to build a retaining wall all the way around. Then we're gonna put steps down to where the bottom. Where I'm gonna put some turf and a and a pad for a fireplace, um a barbecue out there, and. And then I also ordered a pergola for the side, so it's gonna be nice.
0: Cool. Awesome. Yeah, in the in the picture you posted, I saw that between your house and the new house being built next door. Yeah. I saw that stone wall going up. Did Trump put that up there for you or <laughs> 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 <laughs>
4: Yeah. Actually, El Paso is famous for their stone rock walls, for their rock walls. You will not find wood walls in Southwest here in El Paso.
3: Yeah.
4: Everything is uh, rock okay. wall. Right. You won't find uh, wrought now, that- iron or gates or uh, fencing. You won't find that here at all. Mm. Everything is rock wall.
0: Now, does that wall uh, border your property? I mean, like, for example, Mm -hmm. does it go all the way around or is it just? Oh, okay. All the way around.
4: Part of, you know, when you're going through your mortgage and trying to figure out because I I, um, designed my house. So they add a, a five foot rock wall all the way around. But we added two extra feet onto that. Because you know you're so close to other people, we didn't, and because of that whole dip thing, your house sits up higher, <laughs> so mm-hmm. then the other people can see right into your your house. So we added some extra footage on there. Cool. And okay. uh,
0: yeah, that's pretty cool. I can't wait to see what it looks like. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely we're keep us posted. To uh, I bet it's gonna look awesome by the time it's yeah. He said
4: a week. There's no way he can get done with everything I got him doing in a week. I'm thinking more like 3 or 4. <laughs> but I mean, stamped concrete and a walkway and a retaining wall, pergola, pit look, pad. Look, my father you know, wants you to move My pit. father
0: wants you to move to Virginia.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I need to move to Virginia. Do you have mosquitoes? Yeah I said, yeah, you need to move to the- Virginia. <laughs> Uh, yep. I don't <laughs> Look, do mosquitoes.
3: Your, your sister
0: said, no, Jose, don't tell her that. <laughs>
4: <laughs> My husband wanted to move back to well, Pennsylvania.
0: Really? He you guys would be there. miserable up there during the winter times.
4: <laughs> oh, yeah. And I yeah. went in the winter time. I never, ever felt a cold like that. Because you know how moist it is over there, <laughs> I freaked out. Because we have cold here in the West, but it's a dry cold. It's
1: dry, yeah.
4: And a wet, my boogers froze. Yeah. I never had where I was like, oh my god! <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow, yeah, it's a different world out there. I have a it-
0: feeling we're gonna have a cold winter up here.
1: Uh, it's, a- it's a different world to you. I mean, yeah, I've it- been. I've been to El Paso, and it was a different world to me. So, <laughs> you know, I'm like, I couldn't believe I was in the same country. I was like, yeah. "Holy cow, man!" So yeah, it's a. Uh,
4: mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how. Me. Like, I can't breathe on the East Coast. I just, I can't breathe. It's just oh, yeah. too much humidity. It's for heavy. me.
1: Lots of humidity. Yep. Mm-hmm.
4: I was miserable. We went to Florida, and it was just. Yeah. Get this. No way. <laughs>
1: The, the, in Florida, the air is thick, man. Yeah. It's, I, a,
4: it's a different everything world. seemed to smell to me. I was yeah. like, what is that smell?
1: Florida <laughs> does smell. It smells. That's not just you. Okay.
4: Florida. I'm like, I no. smell old. I smell something yeah. going on.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> um, I just like to say before we go, yeah. uh like thanks, Scott, for coming on tonight, man. It was good to meet you. Um, interesting discussion and, uh, and, uh, since we're neighbors, man, uh, if, you know, if I'm passing through that area sometimes, man, you know, let, I'd, I'd love to come meet you and check out your property. Um, so just, just hit me up on Facebook, Scott, um, and join my, uh, Squatch Talk group, Squatch Talk group on Facebook. And, uh, and yeah, we, we talk more, man. And uh, right. so, yeah, dude, I'll, I'll just throw it to you, Daniel, to uh, take us out.
3: Well,
0: thank you, Pat. Even though I didn't give you permission to do your last round yet. Uh, but not just <laughs> <laughs> You cut us off the joking. last time. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I know. <I>, <laughs> I'm playing. Um, yeah. Uh, now, for those who uh, – seen my post on facebook i uh, tomorrow we are doing a round a regular round table open discussion uh we will have sam deloach with us he uh he had a few things he wanted to share uh, he's actually learned of some stories they're not they're not quite new some of them are actually old but these are from customers that come into his uh shop uh, where he worked down there in tennessee um so uh, I'm interested to see what he has to share. Uh, there's a couple other things we will bring up. Uh, I was almost I almost was tempted to throw him out earlier, but uh, I'll just wait till tomorrow. Uh, I think tomorrow's going to be interesting. Um, yeah. So 9 p.m. we'll do the roundtable. Uh, now Saturdays I was going to start doing our other podcast that we do. Uh, we could still do that if you guys want. I was thinking about we, if we still do the other podcast uh, from the new. Uh, yeah page the everyday news podcast uh we can start that about an hour early and then go right and then log off and come back in to the bigfoot thing so yeah yeah but (laughs) oh i got a new i got a new mask i'll maybe uh, i got a new mask and a new mug that franklin uh, lambert sent me uh because, see, I get my mail at my parents' house. My mom says, you got a package from Amazon. I said, huh? I got the thing. I said, I didn't order none. I can't afford none. <laughs> but I just remember it came from Franklin. Uh, Frank Lambert, uh, he had sent me some. I'll show you guys tomorrow. And uh, so, yeah, uh, we, yeah, we'll do that. I'll set that up. We'll uh, we'll have about, we'll do it for about 45 minutes. We'll, we'll do that at 8 o'clock. Um, Ooh, and be. then, uh, yeah, Ooh. and then we'll. Log off that way, we get a felt, yeah. Um, because yeah. uh, I've been jotting down a few things, some uh things, that that been discussed, been but, uh, we'll have to really I watch the time we'll on that
1: shift if you know what I mean. In one night, like just shifting gears that quick in one night will be kind of weird, but yeah, I'm down. I'm well, that's
0: what I'm saying. If we, yeah, if we could do it for about a half hour, 45 minutes, that way we could log off, you know, get. Gives us about fifteen minutes before we start at nine o'clock, you know, roughly. So, so it should be interesting. So, so ladies and gentlemen, uh, yeah, be on the lookout for tomorrow's uh, Bigfoot roundtable discussion, nine p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, right on, it'll be broadcasted right off the ECBRO fan page, and we'll be broadcasting on YouTube at, as well, like we are doing tonight.
3: So, because uh, yep, that's how we do it. We multi. Stream. So you guys have a good night and, uh,